the podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. It is the Juice Headlines Round 1. Here on Tech Talk, you've got us on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Thanks for making us a part of your Tuesday afternoon. Give us all your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Clint Scott, Dr. Mike Gustafson, Britton Riker are Division II baseball experts that we will get to at 4.30. Full breakdown. Don't miss it. We will start with what's on the airwaves tonight. 530-1077, Yes FM. It's Lady Raider basketball. They're on the road, which, you know, has not been kind to them, Gus, this year. And uh, tonight's matchup, boy, it is a doozy. You are at 22nd ranked West Virginia. They are on a six-game winning streak. Two losses overall this year, both in conference play. They sit at 8-2. and two. They are right towards the top of the conference. I don't want to just look down on this game by any means, Gus, but this feels like a really, really big hurdle because um, now you're in the phase, okay, what what can you do? Because you're probably going to have to steal a road game or two and then take care of business at home if you're going to have a chance at the tournament. But tonight seems like a toughie. Yeah, no no doubt about that. And that's the that's been sort of our narrative lately that missing out on the BYU and Cincinnati road games as as road games go. And then sort of being backed into the corner on this game, they they would want to play them hard and get after them regardless of those, the outcome oh, yeah. of those games. Yeah, but who just cares? When but people like you and me doing this sort of work, you know, look at a look at a schedule. You go, oh, there, that feels like a missed opportunity against two teams down in the bottom of the standings. Yeah, you look at uh, what lies ahead for them, um, and this this is not in order. This is just games of note here so you have at west virginia tonight you'll go to baylor february 18th you'll go to texas uh, right after that that's a wednesday february 21st and you'll round round out your season with a very highly ranked top of the conference kansas state team now that game is back at home um so in the middle of that i mean you really got to take care of business you'll get cincinnati coming back to you so that'll be a home game you'll go to tcu you'll go uh, you'll have oklahoma state come here you'll have ucf come here in a couple of games. And so, I mean, still some opportunity in front of you, but tonight would be a big one if you if you got the upset tonight. For the men's side, they will be at Baylor. They're looking to bounce back. The Bears have won their last two. You have dropped your last two. Clearly some questions of how healthy are you um, from the Cincinnati game and the sickness kind of going through the team. That is something that's not going to help, but I think you – still have every chance in the world to go to Bananas Foster Pavilion and uh, get an upset win. Only five-and-a-half-point line there in Waco. I hear I hear Foster, and I think about the Australian beer. Ah, Foster's. Yeah. Australian for beer. Is it, I haven't seen a Foster's commercial. And maybe return to the Super Bowl? I know. Actually, that's, ah, that's, I don't, that I don't know. That's I not true because if there was going to be one, we would have seen a trailer for the trailer and then that's what you do like two weeks out. And it's an announcement to look for this commercial, which is, for the most part, kind of annoying. It takes care of, it takes away some of the 
if you like commercials during the Super Bowl, I personally think the preview a couple weeks out uh, takes away from part of the surprise and like, oh, yeah. Because now they're like, okay, I'm supposed to be looking for an Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. State Farm commercial. Yeah, that, okay. doesn't, that doesn't hurt. Yeah. Although I did love the Paramount Plus commercial. Did you see that? Describe it was, it was it. like a two-minute long one with all of the Paramount Plus uh, characters and, and like Tua was on there. Patrick Stewart was on there. And he throws the cartoon yes. Arnold. I heard about it. I heard about <laughs> yeah, that. That's the quarterback's the quarterback uh, wrist sleeve and it says throw the child you have creed playing over <laughs> on the side it's one of the most beautiful things i've ever seen that's the heard good things about it that's the one you know one that stands out that one was okay uh but that game will start at seven o'clock tonight double t 97.3 if you're looking for high school basketball friendship is at home against midland legacy girls at six Boys at 7.30. That's over on Sunny 97.7. Lubbock Cooper is at home against Abilene Wiley. 6.15 start on this one for the girls. 100.7 the score with the boys following after. And then Liberty is at home against Slayton. Girls at 6.30. Boys following on 93.1 Texas FM. Uh, a great result for Lauren Zaretsky as she won the UCF Challenge uh, for Texas Tech women's golf with 13 under for her score. It's her first individual title. Uh, wasn't as good for the entire team as uh, Tech finished tied for 14th with 14 over. Um, but Lauren Zaretsky really had a dominant few rounds, especially the first one where she shot a 64, went up to a 71 in the second round and back down to a 68 for a 203 total. Uh, but great result for her. Congratulations to Lawrence Zaretsky. Absolutely. Uh, and then for the third straight week in the U.S. Track and Field and Cross Country Coaches Association poll, the men's team hanging on to that top overall ranking. Uh, the women's team, they bumped up one spot from 13 to 12. And they are running back in Lubbock after two weeks on the road. That's right. This this weekend, yeah. Looking forward to that. And those those make good little sports outings. Excuse me. Those make good little sports outings. You can swing by and watch some track on the way to hoops. Because we got a three mm-hmm. PM tip Saturday. Go by the track, you know, go get some lunch, go by the track, catch a couple hours of that. And those are those are good days. I uh I married into a family that really, really loves track and field. No kidding. That's cool. Um I I didn't I, I ran <laughs> I ran track one year in high school and said fooey on this. Yeah. I say ran track. I jogged track. Um did you throw I'm, track? I, I was threw say, track. I'm surprised threw, being a big feller like yourself, they didn't want well, they like, you, hand you a, a a shot to put It was well so it was uh seventh grade and they were like, oh, if you, they made this big deal. Like, oh, if you want to, if you want to play football, we really want you oh, to. Yeah, sure. And in junior high, like we didn't have baseball. Like we had it for, you know, they don't separate, you. separate from school. They don't want you um, sitting on your butt. Yeah. Figure it out, dude. And, 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 and you were like, you know, just, you, you just go out for track and they're not going to make you run anything. And then it's like day one is like thrower's relay. There you go. <laughs> this yeah. is not what I signed up for. Small school, man. Oh, man. Got two arms, two legs. See, see how you do in the two arms, two legs, eight rolls. You're in the thrower's relay. Welcome, buddy boy. Eight rolls. 
Like rolls of what? Flab or yeah. rolls of... Flabdomen. Okay. Nice. Yeah. The flabdominal snowman. Uh, this from Bullfighter. Gus, will can call any baseball games this year? I don't believe so. I think... Uh, I think... Uh, Cam's role was replaced. Cam's part in the schedule was, was replaced by choice last year. Ooh, so if we let them fight, can the winner have that spot? Well, because my money's I on mean, Cam. I'm, that's fine. I'm, you know, whatever, whatever you decide is fine. That's not my call. I just, I'm just reporting the news as I understand it. I think uh, that that fourth voice on the, it's basically the home radio fill in for hacks. Because Jamie would be over there, me and John would be over on TV on the road radio during basketball. I'll go with Jamie mm-hmm. to Arlington. I think one to Albuquerque, one to Waco. But that, yeah. And so that that fourth the fourth man in, I guess on the uh, on the uh, home radio fill-ins for hacks will be Choice as as he did last year. So I have a, yeah. a bounce off question that you might know. Right. Will we get Cam? doing the steak challenge again i i doubt it i mean i think i you know hey i'm i'm here for it um um he, he uh but yeah you know he's 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 red raider club fundraiser guy he's got an image to uphold do I, we have an image to uphold no that's why you need to be the one shoving meat in your hole for six innings to see how it goes Raising. Uh, it is Tech Talk here on Double T 973 and We'll get into some of the Big 12 slate that lies ahead tonight, including your matchup with the Baylor Bears. That here on Double T 973. The podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Happy Tuesday. You've got Tech Talk here on Double T 97.3, Double T 97.3.com. Clint Scott, Dr. Mike Gustafson, Brennan Riker behind the glass. We'll get into some uh, Texas Tech basketball here in just a moment. We'll also go back in time in 15 minutes. Don't miss that. The time machine's big enough to have space for everybody, and I do mean Everybody. 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 Um, what, just a couple of days ago, Gus, we had our spring-winter prediction from Puxatawney Phil for Groundhog Day. Uh, and we, we went over, remember, uh, some areas have different groundhogs that they claim can forecast this. And some of them not even groundhogs. There was like a duck, a chicken, and a lobster, all that list that we went over. Well, if you live in the state of Kentucky and you really do, you know, live and die with the prediction of a small mammal, then you are in for the apocalypse. Uh, Their version of Puxatawney Phil (laughs) died on Groundhog Day. Oh, my gosh. Natural causes. Natural causes. uh, This was Phil is uh, their... Groundhog, they will not be having a winter or spring. I assume this prediction means that it's just going to be set ablaze, spontaneous combustion in the entire state. So just keep your head on a swivel, Kentucky. Just a heads up. Just trying to help out that state. The bluegrass state. All right, Texas Tech taking on Baylor tonight. Gus, you can hear it 
here on Double T 97.3, 7 o'clock, Jody Foster Pavilion, just newly opened. Looking for the second. They already have one loss in there. What, what, what will this be, the fifth game, sixth game in there? Yeah, that's because that wasn't even there. Yeah, I wasn't even ready for the first game of the like they did non-conference right. over it. They opened what the game before conference play. Yeah, that's I think. what I was thinking. Maybe so. Yeah, probably probably would be about five. Yeah, what? Ha, ha, yeah, have, you, have you watched many games? Yeah, the the, the camera the, angle. The biggest response that I've seen to it has been TV people griping about the camera angle because it's steep. <laughs> It is very you know what steep. it reminds me of, and I need I've, I've meant to ask Hacks about this. I actually sat with him the other day at baseball for a few minutes and just didn't think about it. We got into baseball story time and talking about the players and just didn't think about it. But old Gallagher Iba, like Big Eight, early Big Twelve, before they basically took the roof off of it and expanded it up, mm-hmm. um, it had a steep angle to the camera as well tv games it looked like you were shooting you know just looking like looked like you were looking down on it from the upper deck or whatever you're kind of seeing the tops of their heads you don't really have a good angle on the it looked like, like if you're on a if, if you were on a roller coaster that angle is like right before you go down on the big <laughs> yeah, dip and everybody was, puts their hands and go Woo! Right. or you know screams yeah that so, is that is the angle <laughs> that's kind of what they've got going there yeah. or that's that's sort of the way everybody's reacting to it and that that's what it reminded me of whenever i see that high angle i'm thinking man that's like the osu teams of the 90s and and early 2000s again big eight and early big 12 but i i wanted to hear somebody like hacks or somebody mm-hmm. confirm that but yeah. i i did think it was funny because the like to give them credit i i think that they did you know, a, a smart thing with updating, going brand new, what downsizing by three thousand, something like that, um, and and making sure that that place is packed because they have had the uh, the issue in the past, and it doesn't matter if these teams have been good or not. And of late, these Baylor teams have been real good, national championship good, Big Twelve title caliber good. Still has the issue of filling up, uh, having like the issue of filling up the Ferrell Center, right? Mm-hmm. So now you go a little bit smaller, and that's what the trend, that's what Texas did. Um, you're seeing, you know, colleges do this. Upgrade, make it a lot nicer, um, and then, you know, depending on the fan base, downsizing. Um, more compact, more streamlined, whatever you want to call it. And the pictures of it, uh, you know, the week before they were about to unveil, I, I thought looked really nice. I, I think the design of it, um certainly was much better than the design of their football field and their football stadium um and then they played the game and that was just everyone's reaction was like (laughs) no one no one was talking about the actual buildings like man that camera angle sucks (laughs) kind of making me nauseous while watching it on tv yeah no doubt but you will not have to have the uh challenge of the camera on the court you have the challenge of going and beating a ranked baylor team yeah it's gonna be really trying to bounce yeah. back from a couple of losses Re- really tough and they they've done their little two-game losing streak and uh you know be great if they get get two more i was thinking about this the other day our next two opponents i think are involve the names of the four players who are mocking in the nba draft first round um two two from baylor and two from kansas and that's our Actually, I'm not my bad. That's not our next two opponents because I'm skipping UCF. But um, 
You'd look, disrespecting the Knights. No, That's what go, Gus yeah, does. Yeah, he just right. looks past UCF. No, he doesn't no, care about them. That. Two, two of our next three. Right. Uh, but yeah, ba- Baylor, Baylor, the, uh, um, you know, they're 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 mocking Walter, their freshman, and these are two freshmen that are showing up in NBA mock drafts. And uh, I think the I can't remember the mock draft I saw the other day. Maybe had him fifth or sixth. Yeah, I, I saw uh, one. Although the highest I've seen him, which you know, there's a bunch of the highest I've seen him is at four. But I'm you you know, yeah, no, I, I mean. Anywhere in the top a, ten, you got is, it. It, it. Lottery pick, yes. the key thing. And he's six foot five kid, a DFW kid. I think maybe McKinney or something. And and uh, he's going to be a one and done guy there. They've already got a commitment from a similar type player for next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, in in terms of another kind of one and done dude like this guy will be. Misi, they're big. Uh, they've got a big seven footer. Very athletic. Yeah, very I mean, athletic. And he's he's. He's mocking at I don't know whatever nineteenth overall something like that, and so his was a lot of upside ten, 10 to twenty seven again there you go. in the yeah. first round. <laughs> well, and, and and whoever drafts that guy is drafting for the up, the athlete and the upside because mm-hmm. you're going this is what he looks like at eighteen, you know, and and uh, I mean it's not it's not the the level of of finish that Wimby or somebody like that has, but it's it's pretty special, and so but that, it is I mean you just yeah. say NBA athleticism for a big man right. And um, we just said and, it about two guys. Yes. And they're going to run, you know, nine deep or whatever. And that's – remember, was it – what was his name? Chibwa that was such a good player for them a couple years ago and had a big injury. He's still on the roster, but he's not even one of the big factors uh, to them. Yeah, Chamwa Chachwa. There you go. Who you has go. been there for a decade. Right. Um, I didn't realize until, you know, seeing them after a couple of games in, in conference play how – minute his role is right how because that is, was a yeah. and i don't know if that's injury or if that's like hey we've we've really out talented you right now and we thank you for your service we just don't have a role on the court for you i don't know what the situation right. is right there but that was like he had a big, he was like a heart and soul type guy right. and he that had a was a defensive for, yeah, yeah a couple yeah. years ago and so maybe maybe he was he's been diminished by that i don't know but yeah they're you know they, they do you know they're to the two losses probably doesn't have them leaping off the page at us like they should. This team leads America in three-point shooting as a mm-hmm. team, 41% in terms of percentage. Um, and I, I think if you were comparing that, that would be like a team full of what, what would that be? Didn't Chance McMillan our most accurate three-point shooter? So you're just thinking about you know the entire team doing what Chance McMillan does. Uh they average like eighty-four points a game. It's it's um, and and they're a younger roster, and so especially I mean the two guys I just told you about that are that are showing up in NBA first-round mocks. One is a lottery pick. It's a young roster, mm-hmm. um, you know, and and so, um, you know what wouldn't you know? It's probably logical to think a really young roster like that is ascending. You know they're and, they're getting better. You would think, and so uh, th- this challenge and that'll be be real. And when you look at like this Baylor team, like those are the two names that lead off on the roster, and they should, um, you know, just from hype and expectation and and just, I mean, base level talent. But you look in conference play. And it's been the other three starters in there that have led them, which is showing you just how talented they are. I mean, Ray J. Dennis, Langston Love, Jalen Bridges have all been good in Big 12 play. And, and 
that's what's been was so curious about that three game skid that they had, right? Because it was a three game skid while also just not looking like they were very like a very clutch team, and it feels like they have fixed some of that at least over the past two games. They are beatable, but it is a massive challenge over in Waco tonight. Yeah, it's a chore. You know that that new arena they shrunk the size of that thing down, and so it's a it's a different environment than it's ever been. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. It is Tech Talk here on Double T 97.3. Big voice guy is like 100% accurate. I mean, his batting average is perfect. Really tremendous. By him, Clint Scott, Dr. Mike Gustafson, Brendan Riker behind the glass taking care of us. You can hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. We will get a, a play of the day from Brennan. Here in just a moment, catch up a little bit more on the uh, chat line. We got a Foster's, Australian for beer. Um, this on the chat line, I hope I die before my life becomes so boring that I choose to go watch track. <laughs> Boy, shots at track. Now, I, was, I, was, I said that story earlier to say, though, now as someone who's been married into the track and field, yeah. um, watchers, viewers, I'm in. I mean, I, I was always in on like the Olympics, but... Of course, like the the first ones we're going to are like two A New Mexico track meets. So I was enjoying those yeah. for a much different reason. The first one we went to, a dog ran on the field that we don't know where it came from because it was like over Melrose, New Mexico, where just like a, a black lab came out of a shelter belt, and then the guy that was the PA guy was just screaming as if no one could see the dog. Like, there's a dog on the field. Somebody get the dog off the field. And just. For like 30 seconds, just ripping into the mic. And I, but then like the Texas Tech side right. is different, right? Because you can appreciate this because these are some of, especially oh, yeah. with the teams you have here and, and the teams you've had under Kitley, is like premier collegiate track athletes. Oh, yeah. And and that's what I... Certified dudes. I typed a response on the message board, you know, 45 minutes ago when that was, that was sent to us um, and, and really replying to... But I said, unfortunately, for the sport of track and field, most of us have our early experiences watching it at some windy high school track in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I left out with a dog running on the field. You know, <laughs> that was your, Somebody got the your, dog off the field. Your experience. And then I said, again, to your point, the or you to my point, whatever, that is as opposed to what happens at the TTU track meets where the best athletes in the nation mm-hmm. are competing, records are set, and the events go off quickly and stay on time. Somebody wrote stay in. Stay on time is a big, big yeah, thing. Yeah, no, I, they, I shouldn't even say on time. Schedule would have been the better word, but somebody wrote in it's to my reply and said, well put, Mike, but that's the, you know, the, and that, that really is the, the key. When you go to these meets, especially these indoor meets, which is what is going to happen this week and then the Big 12 meet, I believe, this, this coming weekend, and I believe the Big 12 meet will be, I believe it's two weeks after that. You know, over there, that stuff's well run. Mm-hmm. It's a comfortable. I mean, it's an indoor facility with bleachers. It's 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 an awesome environment. And well, and that's the, that's the yeah. other thing too is you have big scoreboard now, telling you what's going on. I'm yeah. not trying to turn this into like a promotional no, <laughs> soundbite or something, well, like that. but yeah. it really like if if you enjoy the sport or if you've never watched the sport and you want to watch some events, you have two fantastic teams to go get, you know, your first viewing in, but also one of the best indoor venues that you can go right. to. I, right. I mean, so it is, it's like double whammy there 
in the plus section if you already like the sport or if you're like, oh, I'd like to go see what that's all about. Mm-hmm. Or go see that facil- facility because they open it up and the football field then becomes sort of the track, well, like mm-hmm. warm-up and staging areas and all that stuff. Just so – and, and it, again, a big scoreboard telling you what's going on, who's leading, mm-hmm. if records were set, all that kind of a stuff. I mean, it's just it, – as and this – I'm a track novice because think about it. The only thing Horse I knew name. about track was – that I was playing baseball while they ran track. That was it. Like we were all competing, friends with a lot of the athletes. Never saw any of it because we were on, you know, yeah. an opposite. You were kind of busy. But when you go to those meets, you'll like go, man, that's pretty cool. Am I sitting through seven hours of it? No, but I said it would be. You know, I'm not above it, but I would say this: the it, it makes for a good sports afternoon if you pop by there for a couple hours prior to the basketball game if you're going to the basketball game at three o'clock mm-hmm. you know uh but that's yeah it's it's just a cool deal and, and and that place gets juiced up here in two weeks when you're hosting the big 12 indoor meet that's where you want like texas tech fans in the house like mm-hmm. not just watching a meet but like hey put on your red go over there be loud cheer for our athletes and and uh you know, let's go get a trophy because that's the other thing you'll see over there is all the, the signage around all the Big 12 championships. And let's, yeah, let's the flags fly forever thing. Uh, we got a couple of notes on the Kentucky Groundhog that has told that state the apocalypse is, is happening. Uh, this is from Dallas Prairie Dog Pete. Uh, Paolo says, Lukenbach Lloyd. There's one. Um, this <laughs> from Robert. Uh, forget about predicting. I would eat the lobster. Yeah, yeah. If the uh, prediction lobster was around, that wouldn't last. Who, who took Larry? All right, Brennan. <laughs> time for your play of the day. Shakes left, shakes back right. Eight, seven. He can't get free of Marcus. Five. Left wing. Flagler driving. Throws it out to Akinjo. He's got to shoot it up. Desperation. He missed it. Winner. 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 Down goes number one. Red Raiders win it. The Bears have been trapped in their own house, and their 21-game win streak is done. Little call back to the last time you won in Waco was uh, that exciting finish to that game where you beat the uh, defending national champion, their first loss mm-hmm. um, of that season. So hopefully we can get some of that going tonight, and that's probably one of my favorite Hacks calls uh, of all time. Yeah, it's cool because it's a it's a, a defensive thing. I mean, it, you know, mo- most right, of the right. ones are hitting, okay. the, gotcha. hitting the last shot yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. but this is getting a stop. And uh, yeah, that was that was uh, in that game down the stretch. As I remembered, it felt like there was a million cool dunks right at the well, end. Well, see, that's but what, what I was I'm remembering. Like Adonis is, the one was Adonis yeah, Arms. that was there, the big one. Maybe that one was so loud, it felt like there was uh, four other ones with it. But Yeah, great play. Yeah. Brennan, oh my gosh, Brennan, yeah. Brennan, his plays have been on fire lately. Um, hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line, thoughts, comments, questions. I wanted to get, you know, just jump back into uh, tonight's game. And we we're, you know, breaking down Baylor, and you were talking about the uh, three point percentage as a team is kind of like having just multiple chance McMillan's, where the percentage lies from the outside. The, how I view this Baylor team when they're playing their best basketball, and they haven't played 
their best basketball all the time this year. Um, that's why you have that three-game losing streak and a couple of non-conference losses that I think they wish that they could play again. One of them being that Michigan State game that I think was their first loss. And that was mm. that what ended Michigan State's like real bad run of of losses and going, what is going on with the Spartans? And mm-hmm. not that they've just taken off since then, but that Baylor has at times stalled out. I don't think the defense has been just phenomenal for the Bears at times this year. And so I think you've got an opportunity to hit some shots tonight. Um, I think you're going to have to win the big moments. And you didn't win the big moments against Cincinnati. Um, But Baylor's going to give you some of that opportunity because, I mean, just like everybody else in the Big 12, doesn't matter if it's on the road or if it's been at home, they have played a ton of close games. Mm -hmm. But when I look at how the makeup of this Bears team is, they remind me of when when they're at their best, some of the best parts of BYU and then some of the best parts of who you just played with Cincinnati because they're not pushovers. And re- I mean, they're as much as we built up, and for good reason, the rebounding of Cincinnati, you're going to have to block out just as well tonight because everybody crashes the board for Baylor. I think they're third in the conference in rebounding. Um, and so this is a, a, a big physical team like we had described Cincinnati, but it's a big physical team that can shoot the rock, they can run, they can score in transition, they're long, they can cause issues uh, in passing lanes if you're not careful and lead to some runouts. Um, It's not a situation where, I mean, you have to play absolutely perfect tonight. You can't make a mistake to beat Baylor. It's not to that level, but you have to play close to it and – uh, somebody on the chat line had asked about what the health was of the team. I have, right. I, I, I know Hack said this morning everybody was with them. Yeah. Um, it would be hard to imagine that you are a hundred percent up and down the roster with what it seemed like everything going through sickness wise. Everybody, I mean, it just I would just be surprised if you were a hundred percent. Yeah, and, I, and the question there is, where, is it illness or just dudes dinged up and McMillan's ankle still hurting and all that kind of stuff? And there's probably a whole lot of the latter, hopefully yeah. a lot less of the former. And there's your other birthday right there. Yeah, I'm excited the for the movie, movie coming yeah, out. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. It's Tech Talk here on Double T 97.3 Double T 97.3.com. Back with more next. podcast put together with red raider fans in mind this is the tech talk podcast from double t 97.3 presented by cantex roofing and construction request uh, fulfilled by Brennan Riker. bobby hot dogs asked if uh, some africa could be played it's the birthday i guess of the drummer for toda today so i would have went uh, rosanna that's just me but uh almost a solid choice I go uh, Rosanna, hold the line, and then probably Africa in that order. We had a uh, we had a uh, texter say that the uh, video board at the uh, ballpark, Griffin Park, is uh, up and running. Just playing, drove, yeah, Curious George said playing some funky graphics. Yep, just it's drove around the, uh, probably getting things connected and loading up stuff and doing whatever they do, but that'll uh, be a uh, Fun new wrinkle at the ballpark. I mean, they've had the old the video board they took down was the old one from the north end at Jones Stadium. But yeah, I think this is uh, 
updated technology and all the things. So very cool. Very cool. Yeah, you bet. Almost here. A, well, we want a we want a video board shot of Clint eating another box of, of uh, those <laughs> sour patch kids. Sour patch kids. Like, There's the guys sour. eating. They're they're eating those for three days. It did not take me three days to get through a uh, a box. I, I'm a. That's how I can sense it. That baseball is getting close now. You've turned me into a monster. How many boxes like, of sour patch kids can you eat? In, in in a consecutive can city. I or should I take your pick? I I don't know. I don't really want to find that out. I don't want to get if I get sick off of anything. I typically can't eat it again. And I feel like if you were like, how many could you eat? And you were really trying. The ending result's going to be you're going to get sick, and then I'm never going to want them ever again. So I don't I don't know. My estimate would be I'd probably want to stop at a box and a half. I'll be honest. In one sitting, a box and a half? Yeah. That's when I would want to stop, but I could go, f- I think I could go further. I mean, it's not like, they're not filling. They're no, just yeah, sugar it's bombs. Just kinda, yeah, that's what I was yeah. That's just kind of whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever <laughs> reaction that sets off, I guess. Mm, like a sugar coma or something. Uh, hey, it's Super Bowl week, Gus. We uh, will have coverage Practically all afternoon on Double T 97.3. You can hear coverage starting at 1 o'clock, and then we'll take you all the way through the Super Bowl action. If you want to hear just the Super Bowl, you can hear that on 100.7 The Score at 4 o'clock. But a lot of, uh, you know, different quotes and stuff being pulled right now on the media side. Um, But we all know... Sports and superstitions mix quite a bit, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just curious if any of this applies to you. And it doesn't have to be just a Super Bowl. You can go any big game that Dr. Mike Gustafson will be viewing where he is heavily invested with the team. He is nervous. He is going to live and die with the result of it. If you have any food superstitions. Oh, like uh, I gotta have this, or I can't eat no. that. If if I had anything like that, it would be um, it would be along the lines of it would be something organic to that season. In other words, you know, earlier this season I was eating M and M's, and we hit that grand slam to win that game. And so now, mm-hmm. every time I eat M and M's, you know, in other words, there's no <laughs> lifer, there's no lifer type deals. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And so there, it would be, it'd be sort of, you know, it'd be sort of like how a team, you know, the St. Louis Blues a few years ago did uh, Gloria. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of like you kind of latch onto the thing. The Rangers had. What you call it? Your guy Creed. Your, yeah, your boy Creed. Your Can guys. You your, take me higher. Exactly. Oh, Those things that kind of get organic. There might be something like that for that team in that season, but there's yeah. not a you know a 32 year streak of uh, eating you know mashed potatoes during every game or whatever. So these are the studies that I live for. These are the these are the stats and the data, if I you like will, it. that I, I like love. It. A number has come out, 44% of people have game day superstitions involving food. 85% of those people 
either must have certain foods or refuse to have others on game day. So have a list of the top good luck foods and the top bad luck foods. If you need any help in this department or if you care, the number one good luck food. Do you have a guess? It is a common one. I will tell you that. Um, and, and say it again, the number one food good, item. Good luck food good item luck that food. most people have to have at their Super Bowl viewing parties. Mm, it's got to be something that's probably easy. It's probably not tied to a meal. Probably be something distinctive. Uh, I don't know. I'll go, uh, good, I don't know, potato chips. Pizza. There we go. Pizza there is number one. The yeah. rest following that are hot dogs, burgers, chips, popcorn, chicken wings, ice cream. That's, I've never thought I had to have ice cream at a Super Bowl party. Wouldn't turn it down. No. Yeah, wouldn't turn it down either. Chicken sliders, cupcakes, and cookies. So there's your good Oof, list. Man. Here, here is your bad luck. Don't have this one. Do not have these food items. I'll, I'll let you guess again on the bad one. What what food item that I would say Sounds. is a popular party food item? Oh, but you don't want it. But you don't want it. Oh. Wow. Um. Something messy. Um. Is it messy? Is that would that be the uh, distinction you would have said? or something stinky? If it's yeah, there you go. I think most people right. would say it goes into the stinky realm, the stank. Uh, uh, boiled salmon from the airplane. <laughs> the garlic <laughs> shrimp pasta. Oh my cooked god! Cooked with batteries. Come on! It is deviled eggs are the oh, number really? one. Which I love deviled eggs. No, oh, like, oh, yeah. The rest is. I think this this the the bad luck one is almost offending me. Garlic bread is on here, but salsa and queso apparently is a bad luck food. Queso is one of the best like Off. sports party get together foods of all time. Mozzarella sticks, mini burgers, <laughs> trail mix pretzels, and pasties, which are meat pies. Yeah. That's- <laughs> That's a poor name. That is a poor name for a meat pie. You just call it a meat pie. Not that I've had. What I mean, I'm not saving so many syllables. The difference between meat pie and pasties, <laughs> there's like two syllables. So it's that you're not like you're like saving. You know, pasties is short for pasta. Blah 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 blah. And you just you know, so just meat pie. We don't need pasties. Caucasians <laughs> everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. Where did that list come from? Ottawa. <laughs> Probably medicine hat. I'm sorry, where, where I don't it come from. Uh, Didn't come from see. around here. Once they once they dunked on the chips and. I'll see if I can find the uh, the source of it. I just have the numbers. It's that stupid. Well, never mind. Talked about that off the air. How I won't say it on the air. Dare you? Uh, it's, whoever it's, made it's this the poor list. Imitation of a Texan right there. That, Who... <laughs> it's wherever that person's Turns out from. Those turkeys aren't even from Texas. That's terrible. Uh, this uh, we have a couple R.I.P. Toby Keiths. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't a fan of his music, but obviously I know he has a lot of fans, and so yep. tough news today. Um, yeah, and he he'd been battling, I think, stomach cancer yeah. for a couple of years. So, and yeah, and I, I think he was 
At some point recently, I think it had gotten pretty bad in terms of being like, oh, this is this is a terminal deal. But yeah, too mm-hmm. too soon. Uh, any insight on the Hamby situation? So we don't have as yeah. far any anything new from really what came out yesterday. Um, it was, uh, you know, I guess you know Don put in in the second part of the report firing without cause. It's an odd time. Not really sure what the move was, but that's a that's a group. Yeah, that was a weak point. Yeah. So uh, we'll see if we get any information on it, but and, nothing yeah. really in depth. And I don't think yeah, and the without cause means there's no salacious. This right. isn't because of some incident. And, he, and he's or going whatever. to be getting yeah, like get he'll paid. he'll get the rest of his contract. Like Texas Tech's taking care of him in that sense. Uh, mm-hmm. You know. So, but yeah, that as much as anything is weird timing that they're a month into this. Semester used to wait until after signing day, but that you know the big one for us was back in December, and so you know why what why now as opposed to a week after the bowl game or something? Right. That I that's that's just I really have more questions than answers about that, right? And I trust Joey (laughs) McGuire, so it's not me questioning, you know, questioning it the decision. It's Tech Talk next here on Double T ninety seven three. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. It is Tech Talk here on Double T 97.3, double T97.3.com. Hour number three as we take you all the way up to six o'clock. Thank you for joining us and making us a part of your Tuesday evening. Clint Scott, Dr. Mike Gustafson, Brendan Riker behind the glass taking care of us. We are live from the First United Bank studio, you can call us on the Visual Edge IT hotline. That number is 806-771-0973. Or you can hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Thoughts, comments, questions, predictions for any of the games we have tonight. Uh, take us anywhere with the mobile app brought to you by Happy State Bank. We're also streaming live on Fox 34 News Now and on YouTube. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter as well, just at Double T 97.3, to see some shenanigans that we get up to here at the uh, Raymar compound. Uh, Texas Tech taking on Baylor tonight, uh, looking to halt a two-game losing skid. So, we'll just first, are you a uh, you know winning streak three games? Mm. And if you are, does a skid have to be three games yeah. or can it be two? I know. Um, no, it does does not have to be anything. It has to be, uh, you know, what to to whatever level we can rise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's whatever you want to call it. You're looking to bounce back from. Yeah, and time. that place will be popping tonight. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a it's a uh, eight o'clock game, and you know, fifth game in the new arena. You know, in state school, all the things, and so they'll that that place will be, and you know, they they shrunk it. You know, the mm-hmm. new the new ones they put it in the dryer yeah the new mm-hmm. ones 7500 seats and and they've resituated the students a little bit and so they've got something new that they're celebrating they've obviously got a really good team and a program that's you know been rolling for you know almost what decade and a half and just won a natty a couple years ago and so uh yeah that it'll it'll be it'll be it'll be rolling in there but i yeah there's no you know that we we got to get uh this is this is the problem with losing that Cincinnati game, and and it's what we had, we were all talking about, man. If you don't get that Cincinnati game, then you got to turn around, and go to Waco. They're In- really good. Instant you pressure. Know? Yes, yeah. exactly. And that's this league, you know. 
Well, yeah, that's I mean, just the nature of it. Th- there's pressure every night, but mm-hmm. it, and I think it was partially the opponent. Although no one is disrespecting Cincinnati right now. I mean, that is a that is a tournament team as it stands right now. That mm-hmm. is a tournament team. Um, but it, it was more of the mix of partially where they lie in the Big 12, but more importantly that that was a loss at home, um, that if you are going to stay in the race, which you are talented enough to do, um, if you're going to stay in the race of being a, a Big 12 champ or putting yourself in just talks of, of being one of the higher seeds in the conference whenever the tournament does roll around, that was when you didn't want to drop. I, I mean, there's, there's no two ways around that, um, but you did. Uh, and so and now you're rewarded with this. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the, the gift of going to Baylor. Yep. Um, which, again, I, I don't think and, they're a – when you rank environments in the Big 12, even with the new one, um, I don't think that anyone's putting that up as like, oh, man, when you see Baylor and Waco, yeah. they're unbeatable. But it's you're still on the road. Sure. And, and that's how I view a trip to Stillwater, a trip to West Virginia, a trip to UCF – trip to Cincinnati like it doesn't matter if it ends in the road you feel nervous about it but you're on the road and you're also facing a very talented Baylor squad I'll tell you something that I'm I'm curious about tonight individually and and there's several things that you can put here but something that is just I guess in the forefront of my mind is what do you get and how do you use Robert Jennings tonight because he's coming off his best game to me as a, a Red Raider, and you needed him in the first half to stick with Cincinnati. And, and um, he has shown flashes at times, but against Cincinnati, he just flat out had a good game. Yeah, and and I, I assume that was his career game. You know, I don't. I mean, the best one ever, but I think the best one to date. I, I don't think I'm misremembering anything from last year or earlier this year mm-hmm. is that a career high is that what you're i think so yeah yeah okay that yeah and it was definitely the best ever and so i you know the, him him doing good things in that game um was a very pleasant surprise it was a big it was it was maybe the best thing coming out of that game yeah when, yeah no yeah in a, in a season and and or a big 12 season a conference season in which we've you know essentially played with six guys that we really count on and lean on for big minutes mm-hmm. if if rob gets it going suddenly you're kind of back to seven you know if if, if that's right and i don't literally mean seven but i mean like seven dudes that could put up double figures and go toe-to-toe with the big 12 and that sort of thing and so his his challenge now is and i'm talking about jennings his challenge now is stringing that together you know if he right. goes back to seven minutes and you know Two points and, and a rebound, okay. But that's you know that and, that, and that it's really the it's really the the challenge for most players, m- most athletes. It's like okay, I got onto a college team or I got onto the floor the first time or the diamond or whatever, and now it's okay. I want to I want to get more playing time, more opportunities, and then it's oh, all right. I had my had my first big moment. You know, for me, it was getting getting a couple hits in a in a meaningful game. For Rob, it was. 14 points or whatever and then it's okay coach coach putting me back out there tomorrow now what you know and and it's just that's a normal progression for and I don't mean for the 
for the prodigy superstars that walk in and their freshman all American stuff. It's about like the normal mm-hmm. the nor the normal elevation from end of the bench freshman to contributor involves some of this. And and I'm not suggesting that that Rob needs to peel off, you know, seven straight fourteen point performances. I'm here for it if he wants to. But if he starts stringing together some better performances like what he did against Cincinnati or of that ilk, it's going to be a better thing for this team because he represents size, and that's not something this team is long on once Devin Cambridge got hurt. And the points, I mean, the, the points part was obviously huge against Cincinnati, but, I mean, at, at, at times he struggled against other people's size, which is why he is going in like, hey, Washington needs a blow, dude. Mm-hmm. And and I thought he was active on defense. Um, and then the points and and not just, you know, hey, he got a rebound and put it back. I mean, showing you some moves right, down some, low, which right. which you just really haven't was, seen at all. There was and, a left and, hand in yeah. there one time and and, and a dry a dribble drive and and, 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 uh, and, and not being yeah, hesitant. Right. That was something like not being hesitant, making a decision. Um, and then executing it more times than he didn't. And I don't think this is a baseball term, but in baseball, somebody would say he flashed right there. Like, yeah. He flashed in terms of like, whoa, that's what he can be, you know. And again, I don't think that's – I've heard it a million times around baseball diamonds, and it probably gets said in basketball arena and football and whatever else. But that's uh, – Rob Jennings flashed the other night, and, and for him to string that together would be a big thing for this team. Again, like, And I'm – I'm not looking for 14 points again tonight on the road, but when he gets his minutes, when he goes in, here's your other Rick Astley song that you sent. Yep, I, did, no, that's I was it. wrong. This is the, this do, you asked for. Can I was wrong. I do one? know I two songs. This yeah. was this was the number one hit the, a year after the first one. Yeah, but I mean, can you go have good, just productive minutes? Sure. Can you impactful minutes, making the most of what you get? And so that's something that I'm certainly looking at tonight amongst numerous things <laughs> can you keep up offensively are you healthy does everybody look like they want to die on the court just from feeling bad we'll see it's tech talk on double t 97.3 this has been the tech talk podcast presented by Cantex roofing and construction check out our library of double t 97.3 podcasts at double t 97.3.com